Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. This is episode 46 of the Go Girl podcast. What? What's going on here? It's time to do more, right? Leave me your suggestions, leave me your comments, slide in my DMs, and let me know if you have any ideas. You can catch me on Instagram at Go Girl Podcast or my website, AshleyCaprice.com. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today's topic, how to attract a healthy relationship after leaving a toxic one. Mm-hmm. You've been there too, girl. We'll get into it after this. I am are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality. So let's get into this I am affirmation today. I am open. I am open. Now that was um, my short affirmation for 2020 because I felt like I just wanted to be open to all of the possibilities, right? When it comes to love, just want to be open and free. When it comes to career, just open for any opportunities that are coming my way. When it comes to uh, friendships and connecting with more people, just be open to uh, different divine connections. I am open. Are you open? Are you blocked off? Do you have a guard over yourself that's preventing you from moving higher, from building uh, close relationships, from being a better person, from seeing the finish line, from seeing your vision come true? Are you open? We can think about everything that's going wrong in our lives and we could think about how uh, we wish things could change and get better, but we have to be grateful for this current moment to be open to everything that we are attracting. But attract good things only. Not, man, I don't know what's going on with my money. I'm, I'm tired of this. No, I am open to financial breakthroughs, right? I'm open to being able to pay off my debt. I am open to living a prosperous life and willing to serve and give back. I am open. And to be open, you have to first release. I'm in that releasing space. You have to release and you have to make space for your new opportunities, for uh, your new partner, for your new friendships, for your new mindset. I am open to all that God has for me. I am open. Don't block your blessings. Do not block your blessings. Do not run from your blessings. Do not um, be afraid of your blessings. Do not have fear and doubt. It's normal for sure because I've been there. I am there. But how are we being open to our potential and to uh, attracting greater things if we can't let go of what no longer serves us? We can't let go of those negative thoughts and we can't let go of uh, the past and right. So I am open. I am open to being in a better space in a month than I am right now. I am open to loving myself more, loving myself deeper. 
I am open to be me authentically. I am open to be myself. Whatever you're doing, like sometimes in a house, I can just dance all crazy, be all silly, talk to myself and be a big personality. And then when I go out in the world, I will kind of (laughs) be a little more quiet, introverted. And it's like, girl, show that big personality. I was watching Tracy Ellis Ross the other day. Now that I think of it, she had mentioned something similar that when she's alone or with friends, she'll laugh so loudly and show all of her teeth and move her head every which way. But when she gets in certain environments, she dims her light and dims her shine and dims that that part of her that make that that happy, joyous part of her. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Be open. Be open at work for that promotion. Prepare yourself. Be open for new friendships. Share something about yourself so that you could connect with them. They'll share with you and go out together. Shout out to some girls I went out with recently. I'm being open and met some actor friends. And we all went to church and brunch together the other day. And it was a great connection. I am open. And open yourself up. If this is you, if you haven't found love, open yourself up for love. Open yourself up for love. I know it could be hard. I know it could be scary. If you went through a toxic situation before, girl, I've been there. Referred to episodes about (laughs) the day I called the cops was the day I knew it was over. Referred to red flags of an abusive relationship. Like, referred to all of that to hear some of my story. But know that things can change around. And because of those experiences, it'll help you to become a better, stronger woman and you'll be just fine and you have to open yourself up to the love that you deserve. Because of that, I'm bringing in a guest in Girl Talk and we are talking about how to attract a healthy relationship after leaving a toxic one. We'll get into it after this. All right, I'm so excited because I have Dr. Morgan Anderson on the line. She is a clinical psychologist, a relationship coach, the uh, creator of the ESL Relationship Method, which we'll get into, and she has her own podcast called Let's Get Vulnerable with Dr. Morgan, all about relationships, dating, and sex, and she's committed to helping busy professional women Break the Toxic Cycle, and Attract Loving Relationships. Dr. Morgan, welcome to the show. Hi, Ashley. I am so excited to be on. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Absolutely. Girl, it's all you. It's everything that you do. (laughs) So thank you (laughs) for being a great person and now sharing some of your tips with the uh, ladies who listen to the Go Girl podcast. Now, a lot of us have been in the toxic relationships or the crazy relationships, mm-hmm. or now we talk about the narcissist, right? So right. how can we break that cycle? Just to give a little context and background, I personally went through that about eight years ago now. So I know what it's like, and I know how hard it can be to feel like you could ever love again. And you, you almost get to that place of, well, I'm just going to be a single cat lady or a single dog lady. It's like, you know, forget love, right? Like you kind of get to that place. 
so yeah, I really just want to acknowledge the the bravery though in acknowledging, you know what? I have been hurt. I've been in a toxic um, relationship and I know that I deserve love and I want that healthy relationship. Um, so just having the bravery to know that, yes, you do deserve it mm-hmm. and it's going to take it's going to take some work, but, but you can get there, you know? So I created this method that I call the empowered, secure, and loved relationship method. And why those words? Because I feel that that is how we all want to feel in our relationship. I think one of the first things that happens is after you've been in a toxic relationship, there's so much self-blame and self-criticalness. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can relate to that, right? I sure can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole like, what what did I do wrong? Yeah, and so it's like, what happened? What did I do wrong? How did I attract this person? What's wrong with me mm-hmm. that I even mm-hmm. attracted this person? Um, I yes. can forgive them. Okay, I forgive them now. But oh my gosh, how can I forgive myself? Because, yes, you know, it, it's just all of these thoughts in your head is so much blaming and pity party and victim and you're becoming everything you didn't want to be. You've become a totally different person, right? It's so true. It's so true, Ashley. And our society really does the victim blaming and, you know, you you get that dreaded question, why did you stay, you Mm -hmm. know? And it's like, well, there's a lot of things that were happening. Um, and we have to be able to forgive ourselves, knowing that we were doing the best that we could at the time right. and then celebrating that we had the strength to move on. Like you and I connected on Instagram because I see a lot of your posts and I like a lot of yours. You like a lot of mine. And you had one that said something about, uh, you know, when you feel like you're losing yourself and how can you mm-hmm. return to who you are because relationships sometimes Mm -hmm. we give our all we give our all we don't know how to set the proper Mm -hmm. boundaries to have our own space and time and continue to be Mm -hmm. who we are and doing what we love for ourselves so how can we make sure in a new relationship we want to have a healthier one Mm -hmm. how can we make sure that we don't lose ourselves in this relationship You know, Ashley, I I love that question. And the first thing I want to say, yes, 100%, especially if you were in a toxic relationship or an abusive one, it's likely that you totally lost yourself and who who you are, you know, everything down to uh, the kind of music that you were listening to, or the places you hung out, and you, you likely just took on whatever your partner wanted. Right. So I talk to a lot of people and they say they look in the mirror and they're like, who am I? Where wow. where did I go? Right. right. <laughs> you know, so the most important thing is first off, take that energy because Lord knows you were putting a ton of energy into that relationship. Mm-hmm. Take that energy and put it into you. So mm-hmm. put your energy back into you and put it into the relationships that are meaningful to you, your friendships, your mm. family, start investing in you again. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the, the important thing. So once you get, and I like to, when I work with my clients, I like to call these your non-negotiable 
because we all have non-negotiable things that feed us, that fuel our energy, you know, and once you have a clear idea of what those are and you have those habits and you're investing in you, that might be a sign that, okay, maybe you are ready to get back out there. You know, you are ready to date again. Yeah. Um, And then once you start doing that, the thing is, is you have to learn how to hold on to those Mm non-negotiables, hold on to that investment in you while allowing some space for a partner. And if you've never done that before, it might feel really weird because I think, right. It's like, well, are they even into me? Because we only hang out once a week instead of every day. You know, because you're so used to that, new, to that toxic person wanting yeah. all of your time and all of your energy. Yes. Because so I'll tell a little of my story. So I am seeing someone new and it's been a couple months. It's really new. Um, and that's kind of my thing right now. And like, I know we like each other. I know we're interested in each other. And I'm, I'm girl, look, I'm stuttering over it. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good though. (laughs) Cause it's so weird to talk about it cause it is new, but it's like, you know, back in the day I used to always want my space and so much space. And then I got into a relationship where Mm. I didn't have like any space and this person wanted me Mm -hmm. around all Mm -hmm. the time. So now I am around someone who you know, enjoys his own space and enjoys his time with me. But when we're not together, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, why doesn't he want to be around? It's like, girl, calm down. This is okay. This yes. is healthy. This, you know, he's also yes. setting his own boundary or his own uh, time and space and energy. And yes. I need to respect that for him and respect it for myself. But there's been a lot of times I, I even started a whole love journal for myself, it's been a lot of times already that I'm looking at myself like, who am I? Not because of him, but because of the past relationships, it's like, I'm bringing some of that baggage in and I don't want to. And it's like beforehand you think, oh, I'm so healthy. I'm good. I'm ready to date again Mm -hmm. because I've had my time to myself, but then you get with someone else and it's like, oh shoot. Mm -hmm. Now I'm bringing, you know, just stuff. (laughs) So it's, but when you are dating someone who understands that, then they're giving you, you, your time to heal that. Mm -hmm. Or they, they, Mm -hmm. they point it out to you like, Hey, do you under, do you know you're doing this? Like, you know, you still got to work on that, you know, instead of making you feel bad about it. It's like, okay, look, amen. Mm -hmm. I'm here with you. I'm going to work with you. But it's like, yeah dating someone new after a toxic relationship is so different. (laughs) It's so different. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's so important to be kind to yourself, to be compassionate to yourself instead of being judgmental of, of what you're doing. So being able to allow these things to come up, not judge them. And instead say, how can I best support myself in this. Right. Um, Yeah. And you know, you make such a good point there. I I really think that, you know, we don't have like people who we're perfectly compatible with and a soulmate, like all that stuff is BS. 
But what really does matter is that you have two people who are committed to showing up in the relationship intentionally Mm -hmm. and they want to show up to support the growth of the relationship as well as the growth of each individual and two people who are willing to say, what does it take for you to feel secure Mm -hmm. and how can we support each other in feeling secure and supported and loved in this relationship? Yes. It's so important in, like you said, in feeling loved because we've even talked about our love languages, you know, so, and I feel like that's so important. I know people who are married right now who still don't know how to tap into each other's love languages. And the fact that we talked about it the first few weeks so that we know what's important to us Mm -hmm. and what makes us feel loved. Like I've read so much on dating after a toxic relationship. So I kind of knew some of the things that would happen, but when it's happening, like, Oh, this is real. (laughs) This is Yeah. 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 And one of the things I would love to touch on about that as well is you being able to get really good at knowing what you need and then Mm -hmm. learning to do what I would call self soothing. How can you show up for yourself? Because after a toxic relationship, sometimes there's a tendency to want to put those needs on the partner. Right. Because you want to have that repaired, like you want to have it repaired. But knowing that you can get good at meeting your own needs and and soothing your your own emotions, Mm. obviously, while still asking for support from the partner, but we can, our partners cannot meet all of our needs. Of course. They just can't. Of course. Right? So how yeah. can someone uh, do that? How can someone show up for themselves and soothe their own mm-hmm. needs? Because we do have to love ourselves and, you know, be okay with ourselves mm-hmm. before getting into a relationship. How can we do that? Show up for ourselves and not expect our partner to heal us or anything? How can we, you know, heal ourselves? Such a, such a good question. And, you know, I think one of the things that's important is it looks different. That answer looks different for everyone. Hmm. Um, But some of the, the common themes are that you have to be able to get good at tuning in. I think for, for a lot of us, maybe we've pushed things, away, especially if you're a people pleaser or you were so focused on your partner, you don't even know how to tune into yourself anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So so get good at, okay, how do I check in with me? You know, maybe that's a a journaling practice. I know you you mentioned that. Maybe it's meditation, Mm -hmm. but get good at checking in with yourself and then just get really clear on what it is that you need in order to be investing in yourself and growing on your own. You know, for me, it looks like weekly time with my girlfriends. Right. Um, I go to a gym. I have a gym community. I make time to talk with my family. I go on trips mm-hmm. with friends and fam. you know, so it's like all these things that take care of me. And holding on to those things while I'm in a relationship, not letting them go because they're so important. Especially in the beginning. In the beginning, you kind of let 
things go because you're like, well, I like mm-hmm. this person. My my friends and family mm-hmm. will always be there. They've been there forever. So we all have that friend or have been that friend that it's like, oh, they got a new boo and they right. are just disappeared Girl. for months. You know, right? <laughs> right. Like, don't right. don't be that person. You know, still hang out with your friends. Still hang out with yeah. your family. Have those conversations that you yes. always had with your family and friends beforehand, and you know, make time. So yes. that comes with balancing, and that comes with setting boundaries. Yes, you know, setting, setting boundaries. boundaries. And I, mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about this. I've been really thinking about this. So you in the early stages of a relationship, you know, you got to think that you are a scientist, right? Like a love scientist. You are gathering data. You are learning about this person. And one of the best ways to do that is setting boundaries and seeing how they respond to the boundaries. That's good. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I want to say is that Good relationships take time to build and the intimacy builds gradually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always tell my clients, if it starts, if it starts in a bang, it ends in a bang or whatever is built quickly will end quickly. Right. So just know that you're a scientist, you're gathering data. And if we want to draw conclusions that somebody is worth investing in, we had to run a lot of experiments. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to, you got to learn about this person before before you go all in, before you invest. Absolutely. You know, like we say, oh, I don't like when someone's testing us. Like a guy might test you in some ways, mm-hmm. but in a way we're testing guys too, right? So, you yeah, know, setting the boundaries and saying no, just seeing how they respond to that no, because if it is a toxic person, mm-hmm. sometimes they... I don't know, maybe in the beginning, it'll be a little rage or yeah. a little issue. Yes, say, okay, yes. that That's a red flag. I, I noticed something in his eye, yes. right? <laughs> he, he started yes. to raise his voice a little bit. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Pause. Exactly. How, how do they respond to it? You know, and I think physical intimacy is a great example for this. So if you have a guy that maybe, you know, and I, I know I'm being the stereotypical um, gender dynamic here, but mm-hmm. let's just say that the guy is wanting to be physically intimate before you're ready. Right. And if you express, you have the courage to set that boundary and you say, you know, I am into you. I think this is great. And I want to get to know you a little bit more before we're physically intimate. Right. And if they put you down, disregard mm-hmm. it, However, they respond to that boundary. That's going to give you a lot of information. Absolutely. Yeah. Girls, watch it. And like you said, and <laughs> I listened to um, one of your podcasts, you said boundaries help us protect our energy. And that's, yeah. So I feel like any re- relationship, if you work on it, could work. But you do have to know what you want, what you're expecting. You do have to know, like you said, your non negotiables and your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Don't let things slide because when they start sliding, yes. they become a habit. And then you're deep into the relationship and you're trying to fix something a year later that should have, that could have been fixed within the first month. If we just yes. and, I, and say something about it. Go ahead. 
A hundred percent. And I will say this, Ashley, and I know you're in the beginning of a relationship, so no, no pressure. But <laughs> one of the things that we know with research, uh, you know, as a psychologist, I'm always passionate about all the research on, on relationships. One of the things that we know is that the habits that you build early on in the relationship, the way that you and your partner interact, uh, just, just the habits that are built greatly impact what the relationship will look like in the long term. Right. So those early stages really matter. You know, you, you're thinking that, okay, you're kind of setting the foundation. Yeah. So how, how you show up in the beginning really does matter. Yeah. And because what they say is uh, how you start the relationship is, or what you do in the beginning is what you, you should do to continue. So if the yeah. person is being, um, you know, pretty consistent in the beginning and they are really into you, they'll continue to be consistent. But if they're starting out, mm-hmm. girls not calling you, and you're like, oh, but maybe mm-hmm. when we get together in a real relationship, then he'll call me mm-hmm. more or something like that, let it go. Mm-hmm. It's like we, we give excuses because it's a new person that we like and you don't want yeah. to put any feathers. But the, instead of investing so much time, you could find out everything within the first few yeah. months and know, okay, is this still worth my energy, my time and my energy, because there's still so many yeah. other people out there, <laughs> you know, you don't have to say amen, up. girl. Amen. And you know, one of the things that breaks my heart is when I see so many men and women mm-hmm. who are blocking the doorway, they are blocking their love doorway with people who don't fit their standards with people who are kind of into them, kind of not. Um, and they are letting those people take up space and block you know, the mm. um, block the space for somebody who could really, really be a good fit for them. So make sure you're not blocking your love doorway. You've got it. You've got to make space if you really want that healthy partner. Yes. Yes. And how do we, um, you know, we, we make this space for the new person. How do we not go in with so many expectations? I think that's an issue with mm-hmm. women. We're like, ooh. He, you know, yes. you, you have your list in your head. You're checking it oh, off. Oh, girl, yes, the list. <laughs> the list. You are checking things off yes. and you are expecting things by certain deadlines. Yeah. How can we mm-hmm. just, just, one of my things too is just let go and just let it flow. Yeah. Be in a moment. How can we overall, yeah. women, just stop expecting? You know, I did a whole podcast episode on this. It's like what to, how to rock a first date, actually. Okay. Um, yeah. And one of the, one of the main things I tell people is you really want to trade expectations for curiosity. Like really just, yeah, just think of it as opportunity to get to know somebody and really just be curious about the person. Because the moment that you are, you know, in, in clinical terms, we'd call it projecting, mm. like you're projecting an identity onto somebody that you never even met, right, then that that is going to harm your ability to see them in reality. Right. You know, if I'm going on a date, and I'm like, Oh, this is going to be the one and they're so freaking hot. And they have a six pack and our kids are going to be so freaking cute. And I'm, I'm projecting all that onto this guy. 
And then we go out and he tells me like, oh, you know, I still live in my parents' basement and I'm a barista and da, da, da. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ignore the red flags. I'm going to ignore all that stuff because I already created a life with him. I already projected all this stuff onto him. Mm -hmm. So don't do that to yourself. Try to stay in reality, you know? Stay in reality. That's so true, girl, especially with uh, like I, I, okay. I had a friend. She, she used to be that way after one day. Oh my God, this is my husband. It's going to be the one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, girl. And then something would happen and eventually, yeah. you know, she'll break up and get over it. But it's like, when you have so many expectations and that person doesn't meet it, then you feel like your world is rocked a little bit because you already had this picture in your mind yeah. of how it was going to be. When it's like, exactly, just let life happen, you know, just enjoy yes. the moment and don't, don't expect you're, it. Yeah. You're the scientist, you're gathering data. And I think um, so many people can get focused on, am I good enough for them? And we're putting that focus on ourselves of like, oh my gosh, what if they don't like me? What if they're, what if I'm not hot enough for them, et cetera. Try to flip that and go, are they good enough for me? Right. Like, you know, like you are gathering data, like you are learning about them. Right. Right. Do you like them? Yeah. <laughs> do, do your values match? Yeah. Do no? you even like them? Right. Oh my gosh. When I was <laughs> dating, like in my twenties, I was like, I could get anybody. to like, I would always have a great date. And I realized it was because I was a chameleon. I wasn't really showing up. I was just making the other person feel good and they liked me. So I swear to God, it was like, I could go on a date and like anybody and, and they would like me mm-hmm. But because I, I wasn't being me. I wasn't yep. showing up. You have to be yourself. Show up. Yep. And then because- be vulnerable, show up, take up space. Yeah. And because sometimes, yeah, you become the perfect person for them for who they are, but it's not who you really are. So then that might not be the person for you. (laughs) Relationships. Yeah. I think we put a lot on it and I think it's, it shouldn't be that deep, but it should, especially if you start start talking about marriage and children and all of that. Cause I feel like now, whoo, in my thirties, dating is so different Mm -hmm. and so intentional instead of you know, in your twenties where you're like, ah, I don't know if this person's going to be around forever. So, you know, this is like my person now and you're not thinking that deep, but in your thirties, you're like, no, I need to take my time. I need to make sure everything is right. Um, mm-hmm. It's serious. It's serious, but it should still be fun. It's a relationship. It should still be. Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that because yeah, so many people take the fun out of it because they're in expectation world. They've got the pressure on it. Try to have fun, you know, like ultimately like you're getting to meet people. You're getting to interact. You got to be able to look at it as something that you could enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. honestly, all of us can connect with whoever, even if it is just on a human to human level, you can connect with whoever. Um, and maybe they're not somebody you want to date, but you could still enjoy sharing that time and space with them and getting to learn about them. Right. Because mm-hmm. what else are we on this planet for other than to really connect with people, you know, exactly. so just in, enjoy it. 
Exactly. Enjoy it. Don't expect anything from it. And yeah, there is an Instagram quote that you have that I want to talk about um, because of leaving toxic relationships and trying to uh, have a new healthier relationship. You posted, you are never too broken to love again. Your past does not control your future. So let's just give hope to the women out there who probably did go through a crazy, toxic, uh, abusive relationship and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Or, you know, you've become this Mm -hmm. new person and you don't know who you are Mm -hmm. anymore. And we just, I just want to give them hope to let them know, no, you know, you, you're not broken. Probably a part of you probably did break at that moment, but we're like a puzzle mm-hmm. and we could put ourselves back together and we could put ourselves back together mm-hmm. with a, a bigger puzzle where we're stronger and we have so much more to offer mm-hmm. and we have so much more experience from us and we are able to get into a new relationship and that past does not control who you are and what you can attract. You don't have to keep attracting toxic relationships sit with yourself learn your patterns learn your boundaries learn your non-negotiables and really be one with yourself so that you can have a healthier better relationship so just talk to Mm -hmm. me about um, that Instagram post and give some hope to the ladies who are listening right now Ooh, I love this you know and I I wrote that from my own personal experience because you know, the Morgan eight years ago that had to leave an abusive relationship due to like a life threatening scenario, right? Like I was Mm -hmm. so ashamed, so ashamed of who I had become and felt so isolated. And I remember thinking, this is it for me. I am going to be a single woman until the day I die. And I do not care. And love is a bunch of BS, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I was at the lowest point um, of my life at that time. And then I look at where I am now. And I just think, thank God I didn't give up on myself and that I committed to growth and I committed to healing. Yes. Uh, because I have attracted, you know, an amazing relationship in my life. And I, I also, I mean, I had the worst patterns. I feel like if I can do it, any woman can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I had the worst, the worst patterns, the worst dating stories. I can tell you so many stories of (laughs) people that it was just so toxic, so bad. You know, it's like every relationship ended in a dumpster fire, like, Mm. like seriously. So if I can go from that to the place that I am now, which I, I think the woman I am now would barely recognize the woman that I was, you know, those eight years ago. Wow. Um, I know, I know you can do it. You know, I, I know anyone can do it. And I know that you're deserving of it. You're deserving of the work. It's never too late. I work with clients who are in their fifties, you know, and they're, they'll say, Oh, it's just my first marriage. Just, you know, I never felt loved. I never felt we never actually connected Mm -hmm. and they're in their 50s now and they're working on it and they want to attract that love that feels healthy secure and empowering and supportive so it's never too late you can always do the work yes always do the work I mean it's 
it's life. We're always going to do the work and connecting with other people will show us who we really are and what we really need to still work on. So take that in, you know, and date and connect. I do have one question because you did say you got into a healthier relationship or were there any challenges when you first started dating someone where you felt like, oh, this is, this feels healthy and this feels safe, you know, how was that transition into a better loving relationship? Yeah, I love that question because I think, you know, it's not talked about enough, but just that whole piece for me of a secure relationship felt really kind of weird and it, mm-hmm. it, it, it felt, um, it felt unexciting. Like, what is this like reliable, like they want to take me out every week and they do what they say they're going to do. What right. in the hell is this? Like, there's not that like, up and down that unfortunately in our culture and sometimes in our own experiences we confuse Mm -hmm. toxic for romantic right right Mm -hmm. the up and down so so the whole thing was I had to learn like oh that feeling of security really is you know what what is romantic to me now I had to redefine that for myself yeah because Toxic is sometimes, and it might sound a little bad, but toxic, it, it could look exciting because it is playing on your heartstrings and it is so up and down and it is dramatic sometimes. So it's like, yes. you, you just never know what's going to happen. It's scary really when you're in it, but yeah, it's so many emotions that you're like, oh, this person does love me. They're so passionate about me because mm-hmm. they're so into mm-hmm. me when it's like, no, this mm-hmm. person like love is freedom. You know, let this person have their freedom. Love is freedom. Yeah, let this person have their space. Let this person be who they really are. Love is freedom. Amen. So if you, you know, you want that roller coaster ride and that bad boy or bad girl or bad partner mm-hmm. or whatever, it's just like, is that what you really want? Mm-hmm. Like your true self, your true self wants love and peace and kindness like Mm -hmm. you can breathe around a person Mm -hmm. you feel safe around this person it doesn't want to always feel like okay what's going to happen is this person going to be happy or sad today is this person how you you know how is their mood today how Um, are they going it's just it's a it's a lot and that's unsettling with your spirit yeah definitely and you know i I think it's about redefining that relationship blueprint or relationship template. Get honest with yourself about what you really want, you know, and what we, what we all really want and need is that security, that person that's reliable, that can hold space for us, that is committed to growth in the relationship, you know, um, so, so many people tell me, I just keep attracting the same person over and over and they're always unavailable and they're commitment phobes. And the first thing I say is, well, what is your template for a healthy relationship? Yeah. You know, most of us have those unconscious beliefs or templates that, that don't match up with what we truly want. Mm-hmm. Or I would say too, if you keep attracting the same type of person, there's something within you that you need to work on. Oh, yeah. There's something 100%. in you for sure. Like, why do you keep, it's not the other person's fault. You keep allowing this person, this type of person in your life. So what is it that yes. attracts you to that person? What is it maybe from your childhood yeah. that it might remind you mm-hmm. of something from your childhood? You know, did you feel mm-hmm. um, 
I don't know, maybe unsafe at some point in your childhood. And now you keep mm-hmm. attracting people who make you feel unsafe. If there was a, a parent who wasn't yeah. there in your life, now you want someone right. to fill that void for you. So it's like uh-huh. really taking that time to getting to know yourself and seeing how this person, is this person elevating my life or taking away from my life? You know, it's, it's just yeah. simple math subtraction or, or yeah. addition what what are they doing yeah yeah exactly yeah and and that commitment to that work both on your own and within mm-hmm. a relationship is really what's going to help you finally have that great relationship you know and I always tell my clients I don't want you to just have okay relationships I want you to really have that great relationship and that is two people who are both committed to doing the work and showing up for each other in the relationship. And can I say too that when you do get into that great relationship, it's going to be scary as hell in the beginning. Yes, okay? it is. Yes, it <laughs> just is. to be real, it's going to be scary because it's just it's it's scary just because it's going to be unfamiliar. You'll be a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. just like when you're starting a new job, a new school. You get the jitters, and you're like, "What is this? This feels different. This feels mm-hmm. weird. Can I do this job? Am I great at this job?" It's going to be that way. Yes. So. It is, and it's, and it it's, totally and it's okay. is. but it's going to be okay. It's going to be a great ride. And as, yeah, as long as you are doing all the things that you need to do for you, you're still investing in yourself. You're holding on to who you are. Mm-hmm. You are going to navigate, navigate that new relationship so well. Yes, girl. So work on yourself and uh, set your own boundaries and continue to be who you, who you are or who you were before the relationship and bring mm-hmm. yourself into that relationship along with um, building with someone else and it'll be beautiful. Well, Dr. Morgan, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I do want people to connect with you. You have so much great stuff to say on um, at least your Instagram, your, your website. So please let people know how they can connect with you. Yeah. Well, it's been such a pleasure. I love this, this conversation. I hope it's helpful to people. Um, I am on Instagram the most and my IG is Dr. Morgan coaching. So come say hello. I love getting DMS from you all. Um, and then my website is just drmorgancoaching.com. And then the podcast that I have is called let's get vulnerable. Uh, it's on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are aired. So yeah, I would love to connect with your audience. That would make me so happy. Absolutely. And yes, please check out her podcast. I listened to a couple episodes. I did learn some things on my own. So I can't wait to listen to more episodes. It's really good. Um, Very direct to the point. Gives you tips on each episode for you to become better at your relationships, ladies. Okay. And Dr. Morgan, just want to say go girl to you for helping women to have better relationships and healthy relationships and loving relationships with themselves and with other people. So go girl, keep doing your thing. We connected on social media because, you know, I loved what you were saying. So obviously you are doing something amazing. So go girl. Thank you, Ashley. Right back at you. I also love all the work you're doing and such an amazing community that you have created. So yay, social media for connecting us. I'm <laughs> right? so happy that Yes, I'm so happy that we get to know each other. And yeah, thanks so much for having me. I had a great time. Now it is time for music motivation. Because you're amazing. 
just the way you are. That was Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are. Beautiful song about a woman, just her smile, her eyes, her light. She just shines and he just loves her just the way she is. Now, you found someone that you like after leaving a toxic relationship. Just learn to know that they love you just the way you are. You don't have to hide anymore. You don't have to feel unsafe anymore. You don't have to hide from your feelings. You don't have to walk on eggshells and be quiet. You can speak up. You can be yourself. And you can be just the way you are. And that person will love you anyway. We get in our own heads and start switching up things and trying to change and try to be better for that person. Hey, if you got to do all that, they probably ain't even a one. All right. Just be yourself because yourself is enough. You are enough. I am enough. Okay. Be open to just being yourself. Be open to just being the way you are. Your quirky habits. Your silly thoughts. Your big smile. Your big laugh till till you snort. <laughs> you snort. Okay. Is it just me? All right. You dancing crazy anywhere, anytime. Everything that makes you you is all that you have to be to really attract the love that you want. Okay, love yourself, girl. Love yourself. Every single part of you, the good and the bad. The bad that you're working on, the flaws that you're working on, the ways that you're trying to get better and grow better. All of that is what's important to you. And your man will appreciate your growth and you trying to be better. All right. The right person for you will appreciate you just the way you are. You don't have to change up your personality. You don't have to change up your looks. You don't have to change up, uh, you know, what you're wearing and your makeup and your hair. And you don't have to change up your lifestyle to, to not do everything that you want to do, like hang out with friends or, Oh, I, I, I can't hang out with my family much anymore or I don't have much time for myself anymore because I'm always with this person. No, still be yourself, still have your active lifestyle, still do all the things that bring you joy and peace and happiness. And he would love that because you'll be at peace. You'll have that joy. You'll be happy. And in turn, it'll rub off on him and they'll have some of that peace, joy and happiness. So if we learn anything from this episode, it's pretty much to be open and to be yourself and be ready when that love comes your way, okay? We're going to always be working on ourselves, but uh, if you get with someone who will help you even dig deeper into yourself and help you work more on yourself, then that's a plus as well, as long as you're doing the same for them too, all right? Reciprocate that love, reciprocate that energy, and reciprocate that openness, okay? I'm wishing all love for you, especially this year. Uh, this is your time. Okay, live it up. Get out the house and be open. Go new places and attract that love you desire. All right. So that wraps up this episode of the Go Girl podcast. If you liked it, please rate it on iTunes or on SoundCloud or on my website, ashleycaprice.com. You can catch up on all of the 46 episodes. My goodness. And uh, I thank you. Please connect with me on Instagram at Go Girl Podcast or at I am Ashley Caprice. All right. 
I'm getting out of here. I am going to have a great day full of possibilities. And I hope you have an amazing day as well. And before we get out of here, let's say our affirmation one more time. I am open. Go girl. <laughs> 